my name is Nora Madden-Lunsford, and I'm a junior here at UAB studying public health. And I am Carrie Madden-Lunsford, and I am the director of creative writing, and um, I am Nora's mother. Hi, Mom. <laughs> Hi. The subject is UAB. This is UAB Memories, where we get nostalgic and share the memories people have made over the years at the University of Alabama at Birmingham. I'm Will Shingleton, producer and host of the Memories Podcast. In today's memories, I'm going to tell you a story. It's about a writer that lives and teaches in Los Angeles with her husband and kids. And one day, that writer gets a call about an opening at a university in the heart of the South and faces a tough choice about whether or not to completely change her life to try and take on this new opportunity. Now, that sounds like the plot of a novel that Carrie Madden Lunsford might have come up with on her own. But that story is, in fact, a work of nonfiction. It's a biography, actually, of Carrie Madden Lunsford, as she weighed whether or not to leave her life in L.A. to move to Birmingham. This is the story of what she calls her unplanned life. And it all starts, as would seem appropriate for UAB's Director of Creative Writing, with a book. About 12 years ago, Carrie brought her daughter, Nora, to Alabama for the first time when she was eight, while Carrie researched for her biography of Harper Lee. What followed on that trip was a sojourn through small-town Alabama, which was a little bit of a hard pivot for these two Southern California residents, but a visit to a school in Monroe County provided one of the highlights of the trip. And Nora, as it turns out, logged every step and misstep that they had together, but not as herself. I had been doing interviews in Monroeville, and um, and then I got invited to do two days of school visits. Mm-hmm. And so I took her with me, and the principal said, don't take the, don't take the ferry. The river's too high. you got to come the long way around. And last six miles, there's no cell phone reception. You're on your own. And so, and she saw buzzards and wild turkeys. And so we just had this adventure. Mm-hmm. And um, my I friend... kept a journal from the You kept a journal. Yeah. I wrote as a 12-year-old named Donna. It was my... my <laughs> as your pen name. My pen name instead of an eight-year-old named Nora. As if people wouldn't know who was writing on her mother's blog. And on that same trip, a fortuitous interaction with a colleague brought Carrie and Nora one step closer to UAB, even if the next few steps after that looked absolutely enormous to them at the time. While I was in Birmingham, my friend was teaching at UAB, and Mm -hmm. he said, hey, why don't you apply here? And I was like, I'm not going to. He goes, just try. See what happens. You know, go through the process. And I thought... Well, he goes, come on. So I applied, never dreaming I would get it. And I remember um, the day I was back in California, and I knew that the chair that he he was going to call and offer me the job. And I just, (laughs) I lay on the living room floor like, I can't upend my life like this. But I thought I... So when he finally called, I I said yes, (laughs) you know. And it was, it changed everything. Mm -hmm. It really did. While Carrie had made up her mind that this was the direction she wanted to go in, there was some pushback about it. But it wasn't really from Nora, or either of her other two kids. It wasn't from her husband, who'd be staying in Los Angeles to keep his retirement benefits. Who was it from, then? My friends in California were were um, concerned for me. <laughs> they were like, it was almost one wanted to do an intervention. Like, Really? <laughs> How, what do you t- like? We met for coffee, and she wanted to have a heart to heart. And I didn't even know her that well, but she was very uh, concerned for my welfare that I would make any kind of decision. <laughs> it was the ones who'd never been to the South who had the most to say. 
So now she was in Birmingham, over 2,000 miles from the rest of her family, learning an entirely new city while also navigating the normal parts of taking a new job. She slept on an air mattress and was slow to buy an actual bed because she was, quote, in denial about having moved away. It was a lot to handle all at once. And as she told us, it certainly took its toll. When I moved here alone, I found myself over-explaining why I was here. And like I went to Fifth Avenue Antiques because I had no furniture. I had an air mattress and um, I was on the air mattress too long. I was in denial <laughs> that I was really lived here. I was on the air mattress a while. But um, this guy said, I was looking for a desk and he goes, what brings you to the ham? <laughs> and that just led me into this. Well, my husband, he's been teaching for 21 years with LA Unified, and we mm-hmm. don't want to, you know, we're this is just to, you know, to try it. And so he, his eyes crossed. He did not care. Mm-hmm. You know, I explained to the Best Buy lady when I, two weeks later, I got a TV. And she was, she didn't, <laughs> just like, blah. Thankfully for her, and possibly a few members of the Birmingham business community, the cavalry was on its way. Nora joined her in Birmingham a little while later, and maybe even more than her mom, her first day of middle school in Alabama came with a significant bit of culture shock. Yeah, it was like, I got there first day of sixth grade and everybody was going around the class. It was like introducing yourself so people were going like, my name's Ryan and I like Alabama and my name's Brady and I like Auburn. And I was like, my name's Nora and I like books. And I didn't understand why people really like love their state. I was like, we really love Alabama here. I was like, oh, they really love Auburn. I was like, "There's, I'm missing a piece. What's going on? She eventually figured out all the lingo though. And after about a decade, she settled in quite nicely to her adopted home. They both have. Carrie's headed up in an innovative approach to running UAB's creative writing department, bringing in a diverse group of authors from around the country to speak with students, and putting on workshops that challenge them in unexpected ways. And perhaps appropriately for a student of Alabama writers, many of those workshops incorporate elements of Birmingham's history. Nora's a junior at UAB now, studying public health, and has now spent roughly half of her life in the Magic City, And when people back in L.A. try to give her the same treatment that her mom got, she's quick to set them straight. And now when I go back to L.A., when when I say that I live in Alabama or Birmingham, like you get that first look of like shock and fear. I'm like, excuse me, you do not know my city. Mm -hmm. You do not know what's happening in Birmingham. Yeah. Like being in public health, especially and just seeing all the connections and ties and seeing what people are doing in the city. Yeah. And watching it grow over the past few years, too, like, it's it's grown so much since I've just been here. So many new restaurants have popped up. and Yeah. Ugh. And I mean, even over in the earlier years, I would say, you know, I, I said, do you want to, have you had enough? <laughs> you know, when I would be homesick for Los Angeles, mm-hmm. Nora would say, you can go back to L.A. <laughs> you can go mm-hmm. back with Daddy. This is home. So Birmingham really became... Yeah, because I've, I've made, like, my main friend groups here. Mm-hmm. Now I'm at UAB, and I love my friends here. And yeah. It's, it's just have good community. Yeah. Just smart, kind friends that I'm really lucky to have. Even after her initial hesitation, Carrie has settled into life in Birmingham, too. And in a very real way, she's done so even more than she did in L.A., as soon as she got off the phone with UAB, she knew she was taking a huge risk. It was an experiment, a trial run of a life that she wasn't sure would ever work out. But after many years, it's given both of them more than they probably ever could have hoped. 
I just feel really grateful that we that we found a home here. I agree. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we have we bought our first house. We never owned a home in LA. We bought our first house, and it has a blossoming cherry tree in the back. Mm-hmm. And I just put up a bird feeder. Mm-hmm. You know, and so it's I like. There's just oh, Nora planted a garden. You know. Yeah. So it's spring. The flowers are popping back then. <laughs> <laughs> so it's just you know LA is home, but I think Birmingham is home. So we found a home here at UAB. Carrie Madden Lunsford has actually written and published a few novels, but I think even she would say that their story is a pretty incredible one. Either one could be the protagonist, really. Carrie moved across the country to take a dream job at UAB, leaving her family behind and dealing with all of the moral and emotional quandaries that would come with it. I'd read that book. Nora's story features a young girl uprooting her life because of her mom's job and having to navigate all the landmines of middle school in a completely new place. That one would fly off the shelves too. But both of these stories are true, and UAB sits at the beginning, middle, and end of both, and will definitely have a pivotal role in the sequels. Writing compelling stories is all about taking risks and developing good characters, but the Madden Lunsfords prove that sometimes you don't need to make people up to make that happen. Sometimes, real lives and real stories are even better than fictional ones. I'm Will Shingleton, and today's memories are about letting your narrative speak for itself. If you liked what you heard, please leave us a rating. This whole project is designed to bring people into what UAB has to offer, and ratings and reviews are a big step in that direction. Be sure to tune in next Thursday for another UAB memory.